0: Jose Magana is with us today. How are you?
2: Great, great. Happy to be here.
0: Now, you are part of the Yellowberry Hub, so can you just explain what your company does, first of all? Sure.
2: So we're technically uh, an outsourcing company, focusing mainly on sales and marketing, you know, everything virtual so it's just mostly about being you know a line of support to our clients.
0: Um, Yeah definitely sorry I just realized that my hot chocolate was hotter than I expected. No worries. (laughs) So how did you first get into kind of setting up this company because it's quite an obscure thing and I don't think people would dream of it.
2: Yeah well you know it was pretty much uh, trying to go on my own uh, when I was Mm -hmm. working mostly just working in sales and marketing so I set out to kind of increase my clientele. So having my own team was a good way of ensuring that I could take on more clients and kind of multiplying myself. So that's mostly mm-hmm. like the initial idea that I had in mind, you know, and uh, yeah, it's the time. As time passed, you know, the team grew, but we're still very new, you know, barely three and a half years in.
0: Yeah, definitely. So how is it that you actually help these companies grow? What is the process and the journey that you take them on?
2: You know, they all involve different variables. I think, you know, um, some clients are looking for different things. You know, it yeah. really depends on the type of client and what they're looking for. Some clients are just looking for external support in the way of staffing, you know, and uh, whereas others are looking more of a, you know, deep consulting as far as, you know, what services we can provide them to make them grow. So most Mm -hmm. specifically, um, when it comes to scaling companies, you know, up, we got to identify the variables that, you know, pretty much they can control in order to grow. So the number one for us is always uh, people, you know, the team that they have. So Mm. we trust our team to become their team and so on. And that's how we start, you know, uh, identifying small things that usually business owners kind of miss out on. Uh, So to Mm. me, it's always like small details, you know, the small things that comprise a day to day in a company, Uh, you know, high level CEOs or, or, you know, people who have been working at a high level for many years tend to lose side of those as time goes by so we're always there to see it and kind of help them you know chisel it out. Mm.
0: And of course every single company is different not just in the thing that they provide but as how they're going to grow so is it quite challenging to know what you have to do in each case?
2: Yeah I mean sometimes you'll we'll see a project that we know, you know, well, these guys pretty much need funding, you know, financing, yeah. they need a lot of money. So it doesn't really matter what we do. Um, uh, it will be very hard to scale up. If there's no money. There are mm-hmm. ways to scale up companies, you know, with no money, but there's got to be a lot of factors aligned in order for that to work. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that uh, identifying, you know, if the client has the potential or what they, if they have the resources already to scale up, you know, identifying that will save us some time and save us also money. You know, we yeah. prefer to be honest. You know, there's a couple of things in here that you need to do on your end that we can't control.
0: Mm, yeah, that's for sure. I guess there's no magic wand, is there? They still have to oh, no. do a lot of work themselves.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you know, uh, a lot of clients will technically have everything they need, but they won't be able to see it. you know uh, it's it's very uh it's a weird thing to see but a lot of people actually are already set up for it but they just don't have the know-how they don't know how to identify you know which are the small things that can steer one thing to that side or that side Mm -hmm. so sometimes it's technically like a question of common sense you know but uh it's weird not all not everyone sees
0: it yeah and why do these companies necessarily need your company to try and save them why can't they just i don't know hire their own People, uh,
2: they tend to do it. You know, mm-hmm. some of them do hire their own people, but you know, working with an external source because um, sometimes save you a lot of money. Mm. Uh, that's one of the things we try to do. You know, when you hire someone in the U.S. specifically, it's way more expensive than hiring someone in Central America. So mm. we're actually in Central America. We do have a, a site in the U.S. as well. But uh, all the clients that we have are in the U.S. So in a way, you know, even if we have a higher price down here, it's still very low for, for a company in the U.S. So we are mm. actually a, a, a less expensive option, if you will.
0: Yeah. And do you find that you get more business as a result of that?
2: Uh, we do. you know, We've actually worked the uh, last three years in Upwork, whereas where we actually you know, got uh, pretty good. So we've been actually operating with no financing. Uh, most of the clients that come on board are either referrals or people that have read about us in Upwork. Yeah. We've been featured in some websites like Yahoo, Fox, you know, Forbes. So, you know, the word has spread a little bit, but we actually have never put down a single cent until now. You know, we're just trying to expand and making some PR and stuff like that. But before that, it was just pure uh, word of mouth.
0: Yeah. And Upwork, we should mention, is an online freelancing platform. And how easy do you find it to find work on there? Because I guess it's different from sites like Fiverr, where you have to actively look for jobs on Upwork, whereas Fiverr, the business comes to you.
2: It's uh, geared differently. You know, I mean, Upwork, uh, I'm not going to lie. I know a lot of people that have spent months and months and months applying and not a single response. Also, people that work through Upwork tend to be, you know, looking for new clients two, three times a year because clients cancel all the time, you know. Mm. So to us, it's become a little bit like Fiverr in Upwork because we actually have over 100 requests per month but uh, the main difficulty that we have is you know recruiting people for our team Uh, sometimes we'll spend you know 200 interviews and we don't find someone who we think fits the model so for us the challenge is actually recruiting not really finding clients but it has changed but Upwork at first we I mean I I did spend the entire day sending applications and that was like my entire day two years ago maybe
0: Yeah, it's an interesting thing that the struggle actually exists on the other way around as well
2: yeah uh i mean we've tried to actually get on fiverr we are on fiverr actually but yeah. uh we've never had a hmm. you know it's just different fiverr it's going to be a little bit more niche i guess whereas yeah. uh you know, mm-hmm. and Upwork is a little bit more broad. You know, they'll hire us for sales, for customer service, for marketing, like a lot of things. So we've never really worked on our Fiverr offering. I think it's mm-hmm. just uh, geared differently for what yeah, we do.
0: I guess so. And it takes a while for the momentum to get building on Fiverr as well, I guess.
2: Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've never really uh, implemented anything on Fiverr. Yeah. But uh, Upwork, yeah, we're top mm-hmm. rated. We're actually top rated plus. Yeah. Uh, I literally just found out it existed a couple months ago when they let us. <laughs> No, but, uh, but yeah, it's a good sign. I think we're the only ones in Latin America with that, but that's just a token of good work on my team.
0: Yeah, definitely. It must be amazing to get a rating like that because that means that for a lot of people, you'll be the first people they go to if they're looking for something that you can do.
2: I mean, it does take a long time to get there. You know, when I initially mm-hmm. found out about Outbrook, I kind of thought about it. Well, it would be great if I had this amazing rating, and but it looked kind of impossible. But, you know, we've been very meticulous to who we hire on our team. Yeah. So that's how we've managed to complete every job, you know, 100%, 100%. percent it has been a couple we haven't completed to that extent, but the rating at this point has been high enough that it doesn't go under 95. You know, even if we have a yeah. bad rating for some reason, uh, it'll still be you know over 95 at least so at this point even you know we'll get direct messages from upwork you know hey this guy needs something similar to what you're offering please you know send him a message so we kind of have like our own automatic bd going
0: yeah definitely and my understanding is that on upwork
2: many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter
0: how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care
2: Get your personalised plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results
0: may vary. You only have a limited amount of proposals you can put to people or something. I don't know. Does that bother you?
2: It is that way. Uh, We don't really have that problem anymore. But uh, Mm. before, you know, there's like a limit you can have. And uh, once you run out of those, you have to pay for for extra ones. So that was a day that we were actually paying daily to get more as we sent Mm -hmm. proposals. But it's been a couple months since we actually used those. But uh, yeah, it used to be a challenge because, you know, Mm. you were limited to how much you could apply.
0: And is it worth the money that you pay? Do you kind of make it back with the jobs that you might get?
2: We had in our case, but uh, as I said, I've known a lot of people that have spent months and months putting down money and uh, barely two replies.
0: Yeah, I guess that's the thing, because a lot of the time you see one job and it's like loads of people have replied and you got no chance.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing as well, you know, that uh, there's got to be like a tactic. But to me, mm. you know, the truth is that if you're trying to start a business through Upwork is really not a, mm. I mean, I would not recommend it. I think there's <laughs> other venues that are more manual. And mm. Upwork, you know, it's just, uh, there's a lot of things that got to, you know, come in place for it to work for someone, you know, but uh, it happens, you know, some people mm. after they score a couple jobs, it'll be easier for them to find jobs. But at the same time, you know, the, the contracts in there are a little unstable, yeah. uh, you're not Never really sure if that client is is down for it in the long run or mm-hmm. not, you know. So it's 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 a little bit of a of an issue in there, especially for me. You know, once you're recruiting people for your team uh, instead of other companies that will recruit people for a client, mm-hmm. the way we see it is we bring in people for our team and then they work with the client. So people we hire are here to stay in for the long run you know we're not we're not a staffing company
0: yeah and before you became the top rated plus you were top rated for five years so that just shows that you were continuously amazing
2: we spent i think yeah i mean we got the first time we got top rated was in 2018 so Mm. we've lost it maybe once or twice for a month or two maybe yeah and that's it and then since uh, since covid you know right when covid was hitting that's where we got the the plus
0: yeah yeah and is that because more people have been looking online since covid and maybe trying to improve their business when they've had time to reflect
2: It is. You know, I never really saw that big of a change with COVID on my end. I mean, I did have some clients that, you know, went down as many did, you know, sadly, but we also had some clients who increased, you know, their sales and revenue. And, and so we never really were hit with COVID. It was mostly just like a period of uh, uncertainty, but, um, I mean, it, it's really hit or miss. I did see some industries go up and others go down, you know, mm. but uh, to be quite honest, I re- didn't really see that much change. Maybe just more people interested in working from home.
0: Yeah, definitely. I guess the businesses like vaccines, Amazon and Zoom have all done amazing. Everyone else is oh, yeah. terrible.
2: Yeah, we used to, <laughs> we've always had a Zoom account, but we yeah. probably started using it a lot until, you know, until 2020.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, how come you know so much about what makes a good business?
2: Well, you know, I think, uh, and I mentioned this. I mentioned this a little couple two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, You know, when I actually started my first business when I was a little kid you know, and I've had more companies before Yellowberry Hub, just smaller ones, yeah. but they all they all achieve profitability, you know, and as working for other people, I was able to identify, you know, sometimes just small mistakes they made that would just keep the business from growing. Same happens with my clients, same has happened with my team. So, I guess that sometimes people are just not that keen on reading up, you know, in between the lines when it comes to, you know, you know, the, the, what I mentioned before, the variables didn't make up their companies. So I try to focus a lot on companies where the main variable they can change is people. Mm -hmm. So that's easier for me because now I can identify, okay, so this is the profile this person needs. They need a sales chart. They need a very good marketing person because those are the things you need more, right? You need more leads and you just need someone to close them. So it's really not that complex. Uh, Most of the clients that we choose to work with are always almost, Uh, involved with the variable that is people. So that's what makes it easier for me. I can just find the right person then we can, you know, get the job done. But when it comes to other factors, you know, like, uh, you know, let's say someone is struggling more because of taxes and uh, certain streamline of, of businesses or finances, those are harder for me to work on because you know I really don't have the time. And securing an asset that can actually do that is actually harder. So we're also very uh, meticulously into who you work with mm-hmm. uh, to know that we can actually provide them with a solution. You no, know, we're not just closing the client just to close it. Yeah. If we're not going to Be able to deliver.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, what would you say is the most common issue with a business that you've found?
2: Understanding their teams, you know, mm. people are, literally have no clue how to manage their teams at times. Sometimes they think they do, but, you know, a little change or a little decision can alter the perspective of an entire team and just bring everything down or sends it the other way. Yeah. Toxicity is very easy to to get a hold of one person and it spreads out. To me, it's always team handling, right? Where I find that companies that scale up yeah. are always struggling with, because, you know, that's the main um, Evidence when a, when a company is scaling up, you know, visually at least, it's the amount of your team growing, right? Because mm-hmm. the finances are different. You know, those are usually just for high level operatives. But yeah. visually, as a employee in a company, the way you see it is by the team growing, right? So mm-hmm. keeping the team tight, you know, um, and it's on the same page is usually what will create stability for the organization and make make progress, you know, and scalability easier.
0: Yeah definitely and i take it you practice what you preach when it comes to your own business you really take care of your team well
2: you know i try to do it uh, the best way that i can covid has actually yeah. created like a challenge mm. you know we used to do like a you know like a monthly reunion as a team small events things of that nature and covid yeah. sent us 10 months 11 months that we really even lost sight so going into COVID, the team was 15, 17 people, and now we're over 42. So, you know, it's, it's grown in a year a lot, but the, managing the team has completely changed because it's all virtual, right? And mm-hmm. uh, half of the team has never really met the other half that was at the office. Oh, yeah. So we, we're starting to work on, on little things to, to get everyone involved, smaller huddles, things of that nature. But uh, I always try to we include them in all decisions, be transparent as well as, well as the finances, the way that we work, mm-hmm. our rates, you know, uh, everyone on our team is aware of our rates, which in similar companies they try to hide it. Mm-hmm. But you know, since we're an agency, it's a little bit different. You know, you can it doesn't really matter what rate the project you are working on. Uh, It's about the quality of the
0: work. Yeah, definitely. And as well as doing all this, you also represent the startup grind in El Salvador. What is that exactly?
2: So the startup grind is, you know... um... One of the biggest entrepreneur uh circles or organizations in the world. I think yeah. it's the the first it's the biggest one. Wow. Uh together with the EO, the entrepreneur organization. So uh I did talk to them before COVID about, you know, representing him here. They actually had someone, but Never really got anywhere, mm. but uh, this year they reached out to me, told me if I wanted to take the project. You know, I was a little hesitant because I don't have the time. Mm. You know, it's taken me a couple months to get it going, but uh, I think end of this month, we're going to start having our first you know, uh, fire chat. We have a, you know, an entrepreneur from El Salvador. Pretty much, you know, telling him a story and we're going to be doing about two of those a month. So it's a way to keep the entrepreneur circles in the country, you know, growing and aware of each other and uh, providing them support, you know, because a lot of people here... um, Uh, as anywhere in the in the world you know uh, we get bombarded a lot with people like coaches and offering services to grow a business and you really don't get anywhere with it so my plan was to bring everyone who's actually doing it together so that you know you can actually learn from people who have actually done it
0: you know yeah definitely well where are we able to check out all your services everywhere i take it is Upwork, but is there anything more to it than that
2: yeah i think the best is the website you know YellowberryHob.com or all of our social media links are in there so you'll find everything in there
0: great well thanks very much for joining us today
2: yeah no it's been my pleasure i appreciate you hosting us
1: ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer